the record, right? Cheers. Cheers. Welcome to Off the Record with Nick and Trey, episode eight, season one. We're here in the studio working on music production, trying to complete our own album, and inviting you to be a part of our journey um, and sharing the stories along the way. You know, when you're an independent artist doing things for the passion of the music, uh, you, you know, progress is a challenge, and we're trying to get our third album, our third, fourth album? Fourth album. Fourth album finished and released. It's a big deal for us. We have a lot of big news, and we want you to be a part of it because, because what's the fucking point if we're not surrounded by pals and friends and sharing this, the insight and stories along the way? So uh, that's where we're at. Episode eight, here we are. Yeah. We've, uh, we've just been working on working through our final edits of our new album trying to get little details finessed you know it's been four years in the making so we figure don't say that it's been i don't know how long it's been actually literally for these songs but some of them have been around for a while and taking the right time to do the right edits is right but just to back up a little bit if you're a content creator a music producer uh, you know, whatever, a project completer. You know that at some point you need to draw the line and say, I'm over this. It's time to get it out. Make the edits and send that bitch off. You know, um, that's where we're at. We're at the point where we believe in the track still. We have not given up on what we've made. And if we wait another year, think that might change. Yeah. So uh, getting these edits done now and sent out and inviting you like we are here to be a part of uh, the story of it is really valuable. So um, we're just trying to, you know, one one line item at a time over yeah. here. That's yeah, that's the thing that I'm like. I both appreciate the time that we're putting into it, but I also dread the. <clears throat> The, the points where we get stuck on stuff. Like there were some, some songs that were, that we have worked through where we would listen to it and for an hour, just like have no ideas of like what it needs, what it, what we can add to it, what we can take away from it. And it just, I'm, I'm glad that we're past that point, but those, those were excruciating. <laughs> Not not because of like our process or anything like that. Like I, de- I definitely think it was worth it in the end. But that's what's like takes forever because we barely have any time. We barely like we have we barely we have even hours think about that shit. only hours a week. Yeah, we like it's hard to think about that shit and like have it in your brain all the time. So yeah. like you literally like we we sit down one one night a week to work on stuff and like. A lot of times we can like get a lot done or like like solve a problem in those few hours that we have together, but that's why it takes so long. It's because we just we're so freaking busy all the time. And I, but. but but I'll also say that that somehow, despite our time being so limited, um, in the years that we've been writing this album, we go through to make songs work. 
Like, we'll literally go through in order to make songs fit, to make songs uh, sound the way we want them to sound. And we'll go through the, almost the entire album to make every song sound as, as dope as we can. Like, we are only limited by time and our ability at that time. Yeah. And so we go through these tracks and we know more than we did yesterday. So we, I mean, it's not like we're working on it the day after we, you know, the day after we edit it before, but the next week we'll, we'll, we're going through all of our songs. All, how many songs do we have on this new album? 12 or 13, right? We've got, we're looking at a solid 13 songs on our, well, yeah, 13 yep. tracks on our new album. So, and we had more than this back when we started, uh, We've called it. Our plan was to release a two-disc album, which was bold. Uh, Someday. Well, the the idea behind that was like one one disc is our solid banger tracks, and the other disc is all like the weird experimental heartfelt stuff that we didn't have a place for. (laughs) Totally, and I think that 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 concept can still live, but. Uh, marketing wise, it's hard to push two two discs, uh, but but we go through all of our tracks and we make them as dope as we can at the time. Of course, going through thirteen or or at the time fifteen tracks or sixteen tracks takes a lot of time. By the time we get done with the last track, we listen to the first track again, and we're like, oh my god, I see all these things we could fix. Yeah, all these parts that we could make cooler and more incredible so and the cy- what do we do <laughs> the cycle starts over and yeah the cycle starts over We're, we've been stuck in a time loop for four years interesting of uh very interesting <laughs> it's very coincidental that our album literally is tied to time and time loops uh if you haven't listened to our previous episodes you should check them out they we talk about um a lot of uh, a lot of our past and a lot of our history in music, as well as like the challenges of being an independent small band in a town that that is willing. Like we're we, we have been willing to go above and beyond to make shows really special. And so, uh, our last episode we talked. Uh, last two episodes, technically, we've talked a lot about the challenges of trying to play music in uh in town and trying to put on a show that's worth watching uh so episode six and seven, six in particular i think we talked about the yeah. show yeah. show the uh, razzle dazzle the, yeah <laughs> of, of live show the fanfare of, yeah the fanfare but you know uh now here we are we're, we're trying to get things done life life is cyclical our production progress is cyclical so yeah but i think that there's something to be said about about having a lot of tracks that we're working through independently, like us on our time, which we don't have a lot of because we're fucking busy. And then the, just the progress alone of, of our abilities from track one to track 15. And in that time, just going through those and bringing them, boosting their bump up to the level we want. We all of a sudden we're five levels as producers higher than we were. Yeah. That's a testament to, to saying that's just like, just make stuff, just do something. I made a call out on Instagram stories, Chase Manhattan, a music producer, friend of ours who makes like dirty 
bassy, wait, what does he call it? Dirty low end gangster beats, something like that. Um, but he just started last week. He started a daily, everyday challenge where he posts a beat a day. He'll produce a new beat per day. It doesn't have to be a full thing. It just has to be something. Yeah. And the, the, like we did, it's like every day we work on stuff, we see the progress that we're making at, in our own ability. Yeah. And so like doing it every day, much like I do daily Instagram stories, it's like the, my video editing over two months of doing that daily was insanely increased. Yeah. That's actually interesting. I have a lot of friends right now that are participating in uh, Inktober. Sure. Daily things. Yeah. Basically, it's like daily drawings or whatever, but like simple stuff, you know? Yeah. Just like one, one a day for a whole month. And some some people are following like a like a pre predefined list of like topics, right? Yeah. So like my Instagram feed right now is full of like every day there's a topic, and I see like three or four people who drew a picture of that topic. Like one of the topics was like poison. I think that was the first one. That's a cool one. Where a lot of people drew mushrooms. Uh, some people drew like a poison in a bottle, or whatever. I. I have a friend that drew uh, a poisoned well. So like the poison in the well, like that, That's whole, cool. that whole thing. So that was an interesting take on that. I don't know. It's just, it's just interesting to see people's uh, responses to the, to the prompt, you know, to see how people interpret like a word. But what I was going to say is like what Chase is doing seems <clears throat> a little bit more along those lines where it's like, it, like you're just, you're just putting something out every day as practice. Right. Yes. And I had a friend, I'm not going to say who it is, but I had a friend who was nervous about participating in Inktober because they were, I don't know. I, I feel like they were kind of, um, self-conscious about like, well, what if it's, what if what I make isn't good every day? That's and the it, value in it. Exactly. And th- this is what I said to, to them is, um, I basically was like, that's, it's not really about making something good. It's about practicing the art and practicing the technique of what you're doing to where at the end of the month, you are way fucking better at doing whatever, like drawing certain whatever. But even if it's five minutes, yeah, you're better at doing something in five minutes than you were 30 30 days later, you can, you have mastered a certain something and it, and it doesn't matter if the 30 days leading up to that were just crap drawings. It's, it's the, it's the art of perfecting your, your, your craft but, but yeah, and like practicing it. And the, the point of doing it every day is that you force yourself to practice. You force yourself to create and you force yourself into a situation where it's like, well, now it's today and I have to draw a picture of this thing. I don't really want to, but I'm going to do it because I committed already. And then you just do it and it could be something great. It could be shit. But if it's shit, doesn't matter because you still practiced. But, but I think a bigger practice that's going on that, that people aren't paying attention to is the practice of humility. Yeah. When you post something that you know isn't great, you're not posting it because... You, you, you think it's great. You don't have to even act like that. You're posting it because you made a commitment to your people Mm -hmm. and, and the people that's what 
Social media is a fucking, speaking of poison, social media is poison. But if you can build a community that is like, I'm doing this thing. It's going to be hard. Come along with me. Here we go. Now, even though they're probably not actually holding you accountable, you feel like they are. And so posting, like Chase has posted a couple tracks that he's like, you know, this isn't my normal stuff. It's okay. But it, but it's that does that doesn't matter. Yeah. What matters is that he's trying things every day because not because oh this is an idea. I'm sharing my idea that was not what I'd normally do. It's like yeah. I had to have an idea. I had to have one. Yeah. And today this is the one I had. This is all I could do in the time. Here we go. I'm sharing it. It's showing that it's breaking in social media. Social media and Instagram in particular is so curated that people freak out about their feed. Oh, well, this one photo just doesn't match my theme. Yeah. It's like, dude, fuck that. You don't need any of that. All that matters is that you are you. Yeah. Like the point of social media is to connect with people like you, not to make people like you. And if you're focused on just doing the, the what matches the best like accounts, then you're losing yourself for the value of somebody else. Yeah. And the daily thing reduces all that down to not what you can do, but what you can do tonight. Yeah. And that is so fucking cool. And the whole thing, just to give context of this daily thing, um, this uh, 3D artist, uh, Beeple Crap, People oh underscore God, crap on Instagram. He, he started doing daily, uh, one daily scene in a 3D program, uh, you know, and he every day he'd make something. He started this 11 years ago, 2000 freaking seven. And, and he started, as we all do, as I did with my Instagram stories, you start and you say, I'm going to do this for a year. But once you get through one year, you realize that the value in doing it is something that if you give up, you're going to give up the, the momentum of your progress. Yeah. And you get more, you get more out of that than just the, the piece of the day. Totally. Right? Because you, you're playing the long game. Well, it's it, like it's not about what I made today. It's about what I learned today. Well, and if you show a photo of you on Instagram, wherever, at some beach in freaking Cuba, that's dope. That doesn't, that's not distilling down who you are. But if you learn how to, in this year, how to take a photo, let's say you take a photo every day of you at a cool place. That pushes you to go find a cool place, wherever you are. You could be in freaking Oakland. It doesn't matter. You just go find a cool place, but it might spur you to find a way to get, let's say, uh, brand sponsors to to help you travel more. And then all of a sudden you're in Cuba when you started and then, oh, my God, you're in the in fucking South Africa and then you're in freaking Greece and then you're in Australia. The it's it's the fact that you have a spur in your side to begin with. Yeah. That keeps you going to maybe explore stuff that's outside of your comfort zone. And typically, 
You won't share the stuff that's outside of your comfort zone because you don't know if it's going to work. But fuck that mentality. It doesn't matter if it works. All that matters is that you did it. And I I think that that, the boldness of sticking to the commitment is really powerful. Yeah. Uh, And we've been doing this podcast for eight episodes. We're we're eight weeks deep. Yeah. Two months. Cheers to two months. I mean, I feel like we've learned a lot. Just a bit. Like... Even just reminiscing about like our old stuff, uh, playing old tracks, um, talking about new stuff, talking about space, <laughs> like all the stuff that we've talked about so far, I feel like has been super beneficial. Yeah. And like, um, I don't know. I just feel like uh, we've gained a lot just by doing this. Even if like whatever people are listening to it, like thank you for listening, but. It's not about that. It's about committing to the to the thing. And we made a point to do this and we're doing it and we're benefiting from it and that's And for us it's it's actually it's deeper than that. It's the thing behind the thing. It's the it's the other thing. There's always a thing behind the the production that you're doing. For us this podcast is a way for us to connect with each other in a different way and share a, you know, possibly entertaining and valuable stories for other people who are trying to, or, or trying to do something related or even interested in doing yeah. something related. Well, but it's like, b- but behind that, the thing behind that is that the progress we're making right now, it is literally unprecedented where we're at. Because before now, we had all these ideas that we really thought could happen. And we have, I think that in the past four years, we've, we've abandoned quite a lot of our concepts of what our music production could be. Yeah. We've let it, we've not abandoned, we've, we've let it go because we, we see the value in what we're doing, which is not necessarily... Uh, the end all goal of of what we when we were younger thought it could be. Yeah, the value is very different. The shift of the we've pivoted our focus to being different because we now see where we can be in reality rather than youthful, you know, dreamland. Yeah, everybody when they're young wants to get signed, and then we in, or at we least just get a following. Sure, yeah, and, but but and I think that. I think that I am more interested, I'm less interested in the following that is big and more interested in the following who we can help. And the big following you cannot help all the time. But I'd much rather have 10 diehard music production fans that we can give assets to to help them become something than have 100 fans that really don't give a fuck. And then we have to, we're perform, we're really working hard to impress a hundred people. A hundred people is nothing. So it's like, we're stressing to release a new thing for a hundred people. It's like, I want us to make like this podcast. We are expressing ourselves. We're documenting, documenting ourselves. Like everything that normally stays inside this room is now, is now free to have. Like it's now, uh, you're invited 
out there. Yeah. Whether it's valuable or not, it doesn't matter. It's something out there, and you might enjoy listening to it. We, we do definitely try to curate the valuable content. We are not just we are not trying to just spew invaluable or we think it's valuable val- content without value. We wouldn't say it if we didn't mean it. We do have a filter. Yeah. It, you might not believe it, but we do have a filter. So thank you for coming along with us. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Back to the creation process though. And I I feel like part of the reason why our process takes a bit <laughs> a bit of time is um I don't know. Both both of us sort of have like a like a behind the scenes self-consciousness a little bit about how how people perceive our work and that's that's part of what drives us to make it good and what what like drives us to make it like as good as we can possibly make it right it's because we know that we we're gonna make it public we're gonna put it out there people are gonna listen to it people are gonna engage with it and so that like that engagement matters to us enough that we we put the time and the energy and the work that we don't we don't have to do that but we do it because we want to create it but also we want people to um enjoy it and we want it to be good enough right so i i feel like because both of us have that sort of aspect with our creations it's not we're not just like making shit just to make it that seems simple to just make shit just to make it but we want to make it good if any i think if anybody if any new artists i love i love when new artists come out with some sound that's so bizarre it's so different and it's like like they they break they literally like break the system with some new sound mm-hmm. And then they act like they just, they don't care. They're just doing whatever they're doing. It's like, that's mean, baby. Yeah. It's like, okay. Like, even if you were, you could feign some, something. You seem like a pompous piece of shit if you do that. Uh, But, but our, uh, yeah, we, we do care. We, we care, we care that. To be honest, like I think our ideas matter more to us than the sound sometimes. For sure. And and so like we are producing the sounds that resonate with us, resonate with our ideas. That's but, that's always the struggle for us. Is our abilities never match the idea. But but the idea is big. But we could I mean, in our last podcast, if you didn't hear it, we played one of our older tracks, The Road, which is uh about it's about embracing the journey toward the destination because the journey is the valuable part of any destination. So, and then in, we played that track from 2013 and at the end of it, we pulled a a switcheroo and we played a, an acoustic version of it or piano and our vocals. Acoustic. Acoustic enough. It wasn't, it was a electric. Well, I mean, we, 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 we put it together to break it down because the point we were making is that, in a show, if shit falls apart, it, you should know your songs and know how to communicate them because the idea is more valuable than the production. Yeah. I mean, loosely, that's what we were saying and that we're saying that now is like the idea is more valuable, but if you don't 
put the time into the production for the album, you know, it's not going to hit the masses with the scale that yeah. you want. Yeah. Also, just the just the 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 journey of creating a sonically sound piece of music is valuable as well. So it's not like the songs themselves often are not created like all by themselves. Like sure. The road didn't start out as just a piano song with with vocals. No. It was the whole thing. Like everything we did to that song it was all interconnected. But stripping all that stuff away, you can see that the song still holds up. So it's the like concept, it's, it's the not concept like of the room. yeah, it's not like we write all of our songs like bare bones, nothing, and it's just like these are the songs and these are the ideas. So we just need to like make the make these into a big thing. No, it's like it starts out as whatever we make it, whatever we feel it 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 should be. But the proof in in the pudding yeah. <laughs> is if you can strip all the production away and it still holds up, this, the ideas still hold up. And it conceptually strikes the chord emotionally or energetically or whatever you're writing about that it did with the music. Yeah, and for like... the road, the road is all about enjoy, being present in the moment. Yeah. And so we break it down to acoustic version and we sing it a little slower and it's right there. I mean, it, I mean, it's, it's purely, it's very simple yeah. and, and that worked very well. I feel like we get lucky sometimes though. We, I, I would say that I, like, I've told you this, that like a lot of the great concepts are, are pure coincidence. Yeah. It lit, like that song, the road, I wrote the chorus. I remember writing the chorus and you're like, <laughs> and I wrote it backwards. I wrote the whole chorus backwards because I was just writing it to write it. It's like when you're expressing yourself, you're just like, you're, we were young, we were younger. It was 2010 or 11. It's like, I wrote the lyrics, uh, you know, some, sometimes it's just the ride that makes the trip worth all the while. Street lights just pass us by. We lost our way at the quarter mile. That's yeah. how I wrote it. We and Trey, Trey was like, we should literally flip those lyrics <laughs> backwards because the the talking about the trip you know sometimes it's just the ride that makes the trip worth all the while that is the that's the 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 part that the meat and potatoes that is literally the meat and potatoes and the rest of it is the setup and and i i remember when you told me that you know like we should flip these and i was just like of course right away i'm like resistant to it for a second and i look at it i'm like (laughs) <laughs> I, my eyes like widen. I'm like, holy shit. That's the idea. That's how I'm like, what? And, and in your head as the writer, you're so consumed by the little things, by the little points in the, what you're writing. You don't see the big picture. This is why you need to have a partner, people. You need somebody who can give you, ground you in like reality because they will see all of the, all of the pieces as they are. Um, and be able to give you semi-objective feedback is like, well, that sounds fine, but everything's backwards and we need to rewrite everything. Uh, and when Trey, when Trey told me that, it's like, oh my God. And, and that, 
You know, it's funny. <clears throat> There's certain concepts I always imagine would gain more traction. And now that, that song that didn't quite, I have ideas why, but, uh, but, but that the, the message in that song was really to me success. Yeah. And that's re-recording it all. It's solidified. I mean, it's, it's like a universal idea. It is. And it, it didn't, it ended up that way. It didn't start out that way. No. Like it started out as like sort of a storytelling situation where you're just like describing a situation. It ended up being a very universal concept where it's like, doesn't matter where you're going. It matters that you're going. You know what I mean? That's what we're talking about. So, and like that, that applies almost literally to anything. And it doesn't, and back to the daily stuff. It doesn't matter what you make. It only matters that you make. Daily, daily production of anything. Draw something. Take a photo of something. It doesn't write something. It doesn't matter. Even just for a month. It's only the 9th of October. Yeah. You could draw nine pictures and hop on the Inktober craze. Yeah. And tonight. And totally. then you're back on track. Or yeah. do two drunks a day. But the whatever. key to the daily production, just backtrack one more time, is you have to make it public. Mm. You have to mm. share it with everyone. If it's only you, you're not... You are not psychologically being held accountable. Even if it's you easy, share yeah. it and to nobody on Instagram, if you have making a, a new account to no and no one's following you, if you share it psychologically, somebody could see it and that will hold you accountable. Yeah. And, and the accountability and, and the feeling of not fulfilling your commitment yeah. is what pushes you to grow. And unlike most things, it just fucking works i i've only missed a handful of days for for instagram stories and i i i literally like i i've been i spent the last couple days doing crazy animatics for nike in after effects that's not shit that i should be doing in my whole life but somehow i pushed myself to get there it's like the progress you can make is remarkable Anyways, back to your point, you said something um, that I that I really liked about uh, sweating the small stuff, and that that's kind of like what I was getting at with the, with the friend that was doing the Inktober stuff is like they were they not only were they apprehensive about sharing their stuff, but it's like they were they were thinking about what it means to make something every day for a month. And they were like, well, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do something every day. I don't know like if every day it's going to be something that I want to share or whatever. And it's like, like you're narrowing in on something. That's not the point. Like you, you're thinking about details that, that aren't, um, they aren't helpful to the goal. The goal is to make a commitment and do something every day and, and share it to hone your craft, to learn, to practice, and to, and to make yourself better. It's not about 
this like the minute like oh well this could be a little bit like you get yeah. caught you if you get caught up in that stuff it it turns into you just nitpicking your own stuff and you're not progressing and that <clears throat> is part of <clears throat> why a, so, like some of the songs that we're working on right now have taken so long to come to the point that they're at is like we listen to them over and over again and we nitpick the mix is weird fix the mix spend two hours fixing the mix we we need something here um let's try and write something spend two hours trying to write something and more times than not we've spent a few hours on something and then play it back after we're done and it's like the smallest difference there's there's like almost you can't even we'll spend we'll spend hours especially on delays or reverbs like those are those are some things that producers love to invest their time in but if you just focused on the reverb of the hi-hats for two hours your whole rest of your song is going to sound fucking lame. Yeah. And your hi-hats are not going to... You can't even hear them. And you delete them. <clears throat> and yeah, and then you're like, well, yeah, I, I'm, I'm upset, so I erased the song. <laughs> I just... <laughs> yeah. It, and and that's a learning lesson is, is that if you've ever... If you are an artist, especially if you went to school for any sort of art, you might have taken uh, figure drawing or something like that where the where the focus of your time, they give you, I was talking to Trey about this earlier, is that when you're painting a a figure drawing, like a model in the room, when you're sketching them out, you you block them in first. Mm. Like if you, you, you literally loosely put in all the angles of where they are, and that's the, the broad, literally the broad strokes of their form in space. Then you move into the finer, the, the, little bit finer details where you start to put in more more lines then you do more lines you don't this is the problem when we're alone in our studios or in your office or in your home or on your porch with your headphones in and with your computer is that in music production at least if you focus too finely on one detail too early you're going to throw off the balance of your creation. If you if the figure draw drawer, <laughs> the figure drawing artist, uh, puts a kind of a broad shape of what the figure is modeled as, and they go right into the buns De- or defining that, the nose. Or I'll something. stick with the buns. The bu- okay. We'll if go you go straight into the buns and the fine details around how the butt is shaped. The every fine little detail, then then time's up. Your hour and a half is up of, of studio time. You ba- you back up from your picture. Oh my god! Well, I, okay, you've got a nice you, you've got four K HD resolution buns, and then nothing but blobs. blobs. And it's like the 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 concept of creation of any kind is throw down the the broad strokes. Yeah. Like throw down your your concept. Don't worry about transitions in music. Don't worry about the details. Don't worry about the effects. Like let it be what it is and then save it. Because none of us, clearly none of us have time 
I've listened to all y'all's music. None of us have time. I'm just kidding. I have listened to only a few of your music. Um, but getting the broad strokes down lets you reass- re, uh, reassess it later and see it for what it was in your mind and then put it further together. All transitions and stuff and effects, that is so not necessary for the concept. Just like if you're if you're doing a daily thing, if you're drawing a freaking if you're drawing the white house, it's like just throw down the shape as a daily thing. Just do it. You know what the shape is, you or look at it and see it and just draw it. You don't have to be worried about the proportions yet because you're, if you're doing if you're a technical drawing person, yeah. It's like, just do it from the concept. Just let it be what it is. It doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. And then it's, later, before you release it, why don't you tighten it up a little bit? And that's what we're doing. That's what we're, the idea is like, throw down the loose concept, come back, fill it out. Still don't get too tight on it. And then tighten it up. Yeah. Boom. Sign seal delivered. We're done. Yeah. I mean, like, more like how many times have we tweaked the EQ on one channel of one song and then did it again the next time we opened the file even? I can't help And then the next time, like, oh, this is a little bit too, like, take the low end out just a little bit more. And it's like, all of that is irrelevant at the end when you're like, okay, we're mixing all of this stuff now. And it's like, all that's changing anyway. Yes. You're going to change everything in, in <clears throat> the context of everything else anyway. So spending even just a little bit of time tweaking the mix of one track when you when the song's not even finished yet, you don't even know what or else even, you're or add even or even started. Yeah, you, there's no <laughs> vocals. You haven't yeah. even written the yeah. fucking lyrics for the song. It's like getting hung up on that stuff. It, like this is a this is a universal concept, and I, I, I'll give an example. Even with what I've learned over the past maybe year and a half, is that confronting something that you need to do is overwhelming when you when you first think about it you're like oh shit i have this whole thing that i've committed to doing like what i have to give an example okay like um like well for me i had to cancel my insurance my car insurance i had two insurances yeah and calling i had to call them and that was overwhelming for me yeah that's a good example for me it's like that's a good example um but what like we'll use that as an example you have to call your car insurance and that's that's stressful because you it, it there's it's a bunch of responsibility i don't want to deal with that i should do it online it. if i can't do it online fuck you for sure yeah but if you if you if you break down that problem so so what's what what is the problem that you need to solve i need to stop spending two times the money Okay. Like so, cut off the payment. That's the biggest problem. Yeah. So I don't want to so, pay twice. So calling them was literally just the answer. But that, that was the only everybody. way to re- resolve it. Yeah. So you knew that you had to call them. You knew that knew 
what the goal was was to fix this financial situation, right? Sure. So th- that's just a broad idea. Be like, I need to call these people and figure out what the fuck's going on. Whatever. How like you can break that down into smaller, smaller things to where it's like, okay, I I need to look online for the number to figure mm-hmm. out who I'm going to call. Like, what's the customer service number or whatever. Sure. Write that down. That's one step done. And then I can mark, if I, you know, if I'm, if I'm compartmentalizing things in the right way. Yeah. It's like, cool. You have this list of, instead of one big terrifying thing, you have 10 little or the smaller things. But that's one step forward. Yeah. You have the number. I want to call them someday when I feel the need. It took me 20 days. Took you 20 days. 30 days. But next, next step is probably setting aside some time. Writing it down, being like Saturday, Saturday, I don't have anything going on in the morning before two o'clock. I'm going to call them and I'm going to figure out what's going on. So now you've planned when this is going to happen. Mm-hmm. You have the number, you have a plan, you have the time, the, t- the time frame. You have to do it before two o'clock, right? Sure. So you wake up on Saturday morning. You're like, oh, I want some coffee. I'm tired. So you make your coffee and it's getting closer to two o'clock. You're like, oh, I'm hungry. I'm going to get some bread. I want to go out to breakfast. I want some pancakes. <laughs> that sounds just like me. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, I want some pancakes. So you, you have plenty of time. You have your pancakes. Yeah. Get your leftovers. Bring them home. You come home. You save it's, them it's because old, you're going to want pancakes. It's 1130. Right? And you're like, fuck, I have to call these people. But you have a deadline, right? You're still overwhelmed because you're like, fuck, I have to do this. Now you have to make a decision. What are you going to do in the next three hours that would stop you from making that phone call? Yeah. Put that all on hold and do it later. Right. So like make a list of all the, all the excuses that you make yourself to not do that. Like, Oh, I want to watch Netflix. Oh, I want to go on a walk. It's so nice today. It's like, (laughs) cool. After two o'clock, you're good to go, but we're going to do this. We're going to call the thing. Yeah. But like this, this is the thing is you like take, you you break the big concept down into smaller and smaller de- deadlines or goals, right? And this is a weird this is a weird example because I I know exactly how you feel and I know the the stress of it. the the main thing is just not wanting to deal with the fucking responsibility. Yeah. But as soon as you make that call, it takes what fifteen minutes. A whole week of stressing about this one phone call is month. over in 15 minutes. And you solve the yeah. biggest problem of your fucking life um, in 15 minutes. Seemingly. Seemingly. That's yeah. my experience, though, yeah. is like literally a similar situation is, is there was a parking ticket that we got in California when we were visiting California. Yeah. Forgot about it. Ignored it. It turned into a $400 ticket. Yeah. And I literally ignored it for seven months yeah until i was just like fuck it i'm sick of dealing with this i'm gonna write an email be like hey we don't live there like it was a mistake i'm 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 not gonna pay this much money i'll pay the original fine they're like cool that's fine that was the response literally took me two minutes to write that email and this thing that was weighing on me for seven months was instantly gone I was like, it was like a $60 fine and it was done. I didn't have to pay $400. 
and it was done because I just fucking sat down to write the email. But, but you actually, the, the, that story in particular, I love that you brought that up because I love that story. Is that there's something more valuable in that story than just taking the time. Is that you've got to remember that everyone, every single person that ever crosses paperwork or bills or, or, or your work or your resume or your music, every single one of those people are just people. And in the end, peop, the people running the system that's around us, whether it's the music industry system, Spotify system, the SoundCloud, the government, they're all people just like us. And in California, the 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 you know, park the par- parking police or the you know the traffic the, police, the toll toll the, police, the toll trolls, toll trolls, uh, they're you know. Those are just people, and, and, and resolving is more valuable than escalating. Yeah. And so, like, it, I, and literally, that's like, that's the, that could be a lesson for like, life. Oh, you're going to pay anything? We'll, we'll take it. Exactly, <laughs> well, exactly. Because if they sell the debt to a debt collector, they sell it for a quarter of what you owe. Yeah, and the debt collector is trying to get the full price, if not more, of what you owe. Yeah, and it's like it's fucked up. And and debt collectors are like brutal. And and I fucking I'm impressed that they that they would do. uh, Yeah, and we've all had our taste of people calling us that (laughs) are are not Not, great. Not all of us. We have. (laughs) We okay. We all, as in me and and Trey, those of us less fortunate have had that call. I I would even argue that it's it's, uh, those. I I would argue that most people, a majority of people, have had. It's not even less fortunate. It's the the ones of us who have embraced our stupidity when it cried the loudest, and uh, you know, um, we we've just. I'm I'm surprised that America or the world runs uh once you you know once like we're in our 30s and there's something really fucking interesting about realizing that the people like a lot of these big com- like st- a lot of startups that are becoming big are like people literally our age which I'm really stoked for because our generation is still putting out some great stuff yeah uh but like once we hit 35, we could be, we could run for fucking presidency, which I would never do. But the idea of that is like, we, we are, you, you, there's no further that we can go. You always look at like authority, like positions or people that have any sort of power over you. You always look at them like, Oh, it's the adults trying to get me. But then you're like, this dude is 31. Yeah. And they're like, just working they're just working a job totally well and that's that's the thing that that age doesn't matter all that matters is the human connection yeah and if you can call in like or talk to the people like you send an email like you did that's that's real the the value in it isn't that you're like i'm fucking not paying that bill i'm not paying my toll it's like dude i'm fucking broke and this was a misunderstanding and and, I ignored and it for seven months and you know who looked at it somebody like us There's because like, we, we're all the same yeah. we are all the same and somebody's like well they're willing to pay something oh let it slide yeah 
Or it's because I didn't live in the state, and they're just like, we don't even have any. Well, they don't have jurisdiction to actually <laughs> like, try we to. can't come out. Yeah. We're not going to spend money to come yeah. after you. So but, but I think that pay us 60 bucks and you're good. But still, like, that's a sweet reminder that, like, if you have the capacity within yourself to be bold, you can make things easier sometimes. Yeah. Politely. M- make the call. Politely. Do the small things. Yeah. And and complete the task. I was trying to look it up, but um, somebody there's some uh, philosopher that said like it was something to the the, the tune of a task or a project will take exactly as long as you have time for it to take. <laughs> like if it's due on Friday, look at it go. You're working all night every night till Friday. But if it's due tomorrow. You'll work all night tonight, and it'll be done tomorrow. <laughs> like it's a, a miracle. It only took one day. Um, I thought that was really fascinating. I think uh, I heard it. That quote was through Mel Robbins. Um, she wrote the book Five Second Rule, which yeah. is really good. You should check it out. Yeah, we haven't t- really talked about this. I shared it with you. We we'll talk about that another time. Yeah, but uh, but I think I that's how really, to finish it. I think it's really funny that like there's a quote in the book where she's somebody. It's like, hey, we have this article due, and she has to write some article for some magazine. She, they're like, we only have an hour. They're like, how long is it going to take? And she's like, an hour. <laughs> but if they ask the same question, they said, we have a, it's due in a week. How long is it going to take? She would say, a week. <laughs> like, because, because us as humans, I don't know what it is. Like, I have a big thing due tomorrow. I'm big, giving a yeah. big presentation tomorrow for this brand thing. And it's going to, I'm going to stay up. It's, it's already, Almost midnight, but I'm going to stay up till probably three or four working on it because I've got more time and, and, and we just can't help. It's literally, we, this is, this is the fucking, an ongoing thing for us. We just can't help ourselves Yeah, with music production. We, the EQ shit, we just can't help ourselves. Yeah. We open it and we heard it. We have to at least fuck with it because we couldn't help ourselves. But that's actually my thing. We, well, we, we do that. No, we both do that. Like, you'll, you'll just be like, hey, here's this thing I was working on. And then we'll get sucked in that for like an hour and be like, oh, let's, let's change it. Let's tweak this a little bit. Let's, oh, I have an idea for this. And like, yeah. we just, we end up working on something that is nothing right now <laughs> because we just can't help ourselves. Yeah. But back, back, to, back to my point. My, my point is, is that there is a universal concept of like anything difficult to do can be broken down into pieces yes, that are thank manageable. You. Thank you. Because for the overall thing is likely overwhelming. But in order to deal with the over, like that's something that I'm learning and I've been trying to learn for over a year now is like anything that stresses me out, anything that I, I, that weighs on me. If I just think about the goal, like this is, think about the problem. The problem is this. Think about the goal. I want this problem to go away. And then think about the, the broad strokes of how, how do I get from, I have a problem to the problem solved broad strokes. I need to get a number. I need to figure out when I'm going to do this. I need to plan it out. Broad strokes. 
now. But, but break it down break, into yeah, those broad strokes. Break it, break it down. In, like Once you have those broad strokes, it's like, cool. I have a bulleted list of, of the broad stroke steps to get to the goal. Now, let's indent those bullets, have some sub-bullets. Okay, I need to find the number or whatever. Yeah. Like I need to do step A. Yeah. Okay, to do step A, I need step one, two, and three. To do step B, I need step B1 through 3. Yeah. Okay, step A1 is kind of like it requires some thought. Sure. Let's break that down even further. And then you have this fractal of steps where it's like you just go down the list now. It's like, yeah. okay, step step A1, point one, point A. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I'll just do that. That'll take two seconds. Done. Cool. Or you found the number. Yeah. Done. Found the number. You, and but you yeah. get, but the best part of that is you get to start crossing off completion. Yeah. And you're and, like, cool. And then and then once you get that dopamine hit, you're like, oh you, shit, you did I it. Once. Did, I got the number. Exactly. Cool. Or we're done with that step. Now what 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 else do I need to do for this step? Yeah. Blah blah blah. Got the thing. Got everything's good. Cool. Cross off that step. You're like, I'm doing good. Yeah. I'm ready to go. I'm going to go to the next step. And once you start on that momentum, like the fucking Inktober shit, once you have momentum going, you can't stop because you're like, I've already gone this far. I've already completed I, steps A through C. And you feel good about it. And I feel great. I'm going to fucking keep going. And that's the psychological game that totally. you're playing with yourself. It's like, if you don't start at all, you're fucked. If you start on the fucking, find the fucking phone number. Yeah. Log on, Google that shit, find the number, you have the number. That's step one, and it just cascades from there as long as you have the momentum or, going. Uh, the best example for momentum in decision making is that, uh, is going to the gym for me. Yeah. Or going climbing. Yeah. Because I, I, I boulder, I don't really go to the gym, I just go and climb all the time. But uh, when I don't want to climb, it's very easy to convince myself to not go. Like this morning, I should have gone. I didn't go because I, I, we went to yoga and I was on on Sunday and it's Tuesday and I'm like my legs and arms are so sore. But uh, the the tipping point is the moment you're in the car. There's no reason to turn back. All you have to do for going to the gym or going to climbing, let's say, is get. Get up, you're up, you maybe get make a coffee and you sip some of it, you drink half of it, whatever, you're gonna come back to it. Get go to the car. Yeah. Once you're in the car, there's nowhere else you're yeah. supposed to go. You'll feel like a big piece of shit if you get out of the car and go back inside. Exactly. It's like what, you're gonna drive <laughs> around and just come back and do nothing? It's like, come on. But I mean people do that, but but the but that to me is the the once you're once you hit the the uh once you hit the car, it's like there's no you're you're out, you're going. If you get to the gym, if you get there and get out of your car, the odds of you turning back is yeah. much lower. Everybody so, saw you get out of the car. Or or at least you, it's like I'm here. Well, I could go in or I could turn back. But it's like you go in and then you're going to fucking you, being at the gym or the or the climbing wall. Climbing wall is more fun than than a gym. But yeah. being there is like 
here I go. I'm going to put on my shoes. I'm going to sit down to stretch. I'm going to do my thing. And here I am. And I'm climbing. I'm okay. I'm climbing. Oh, here. Okay. This is having a fun time. Yeah. This is not, I feel good. I'm feeling great. And then you leave and, and you're like, I am so glad I went there. I got all this energy, kind of this frustration and tension burned out of me. I got my workout and got some blisters. I've got some, bl- and now I'm going back home. Now I'm going back to my coffee and my bullshit excuses for everything else, you know. But but like, the, but you have the momentum for the whole day. But the mo- the momentum of getting started and the and it's hard for for like a gym thing. There's not a ton of steps. Mm-hmm. I'd say, but but the the big step is just get in the car. Yeah. Get in the car and go do it. For music, open your thing and start listening. Yeah. For 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 the daily thing, like I would actually say for the daily thing, the biggest step, the biggest first step is to st- stop worrying about how shitty it might be. Like just start making and post yeah. without consideration because Nothing is perfect. Nothing needs to be perfect. Because perfect is not the point. Per- the perfect, journey. Yeah. It's the, the journey, journey the man. It's the, it's your, when people see a year, when people commit to a year of creation and they see the beginning, they're going to see like in the first five days, there's going to be like in my videos, my first videos, there were some very cool first five day photo or, or videos. Mm-hmm. But most of them were fine they were just like meh but but then after a year people are like this is like it's legit like like i've gotten i've gotten offers to do work for big brands because of a year of instagram stories of me jumping around in slow motion (laughs) and that's literally the summation of my stories is like me jumping Jumping. and and living and that's close-up shots of shit yeah, me jumping slow motion, close up of a fucking flower, and Georgia. then or my cat, and then and then me saying like whatever, good luck, like we're doing great, or whatever, you know. And that's kind of it. It's yeah. like it, the, the, it's it is about your journey. You're yeah. the only one that can start your journey. Yeah, other people, if you're worried about them criticizing the journey, then you're focused on the wrong things. But I will say that everyone that I was concerned or that or concerned that they would be critical of my journey of daily content, they have surprised and delighted me with support. Yeah. Nobody cares when it's bad. Everybody is stoked when it's great. And it's kind of the same for music. When your music's shit... Nobody's really breaking down your door to ruin your life. This is shit. Yeah, but but when it's great, they'll make a fucking point of letting you know. Yeah. So that's kind of special. So back to what were we talking about? Oh, the the universal concept of like broad strokes, then make it more granular, make it more step it down specific. And it help it, that really helps that helps me break things down and like have a game plan for like how to get something done. And like we were ju- we were talking about before we started recording the podcast, like there there was a there was a song where it's like I just had an idea on piano and I literally just p- 
put a piano in Logic and played the chords that I was playing on piano, put a simple beat, and now it's in there, but it's broad strokes. It's like that's just the concept. And just to give just to give insight into what it actually sounds like, it sounds as looped as a simple uh, progression would sound. Like if you just played it in and then looped it for the four bars and then you transition, you do those two bars of transition or pre-chorus, then a chorus of four bars, whatever. Uh, like that, it, it, that's all it has to be. That is a structure. It, it is broad it, strokes yeah. structure. Exactly. And it's like now I have a fucking canvas to just do whatever the fuck, right? But it's like now you just like, okay, well, this piano should be actually like a synth with like some cool like filter on it, blah, blah, blah. Sidechain, EQ. Like, oh, this needs a little bit more rhythm. So like put some rhythm on there. Some arpeggios. But, but all, none, literally none of that matters. No. Because the point is to get started. Yeah. And uh, what, what's incredible maybe about where we're at as a partnership and as creators, as individuals, is that us sitting, listening to your track, we know what it sounds like. We know, like, literally, we're at the point where we hear what it is, but we actually hear what it can be. Yeah, or and what like, it will be. <laughs> what it will be. And, and, and it, it's almost, it's literally almost like intoxicating to play this game. Yeah. The, where we listen to tracks of ours that are not real and are not produced quite well enough, but we listen to it and we literally get like music production hard-ons for each other <laughs> where, we, where we're just like, we can hear the bigger picture. We can see the yeah. forest for the trees of our own music because we work together so long that we're like oh my like we hear some dopey we could we write some dopey new thing and we're like oh my god i hear i hear what this and we and we get yeah. overwhelmed with emotion from the intensity of this track we have not finished even and though like, it's it's like four like, songs <laughs> like four one, of us, one of us will be like oh i it, it should do this and we're like yeah i was thinking that yeah, exactly. and it's like we we're like literally hearing the same stuff in our fucking brains uh, we're and like conceptually, us, like it's conceptual time travel. Yeah, and we one, can hear one it. of us says it, and they're just like, "That is exactly what I was thinking." And that that is the value of having a partner is that if you we've we've grown and trained together, <laughs> like and like well, we've both like the thing is is we've both we've both grown into our abilities together. So like. <laughs> the whole context of our skill is based on the same or each other the same like story sure like this the same timeline of of growth sure we share it so it's, it's like a, so having to having and, and really actually it's not about a partnership because if you're alone you should be able to hear your own thoughts yeah you should know your concepts and if you have a good one you should be able to listen to some dopey four bar loop of some simple, you know, Blink One A Two progression and hear something bigger, yeah. or or at least like the way you whatever you produce and and uh, the way we produce is is our way, and we 
in in Portland at least, there's not a lot of people that produce like us. So if you produce music that's uh that's like or if you want to share your production with us, we'd love to hear it. I guess um, uh, Portland production is interesting. There's a lot of really great hip hop and D- and uh, E E not not even EDM EDM ish but hip hop y yeah. bass music which is dope. Uh, but we don't do that. So um, for us, we we're happy to have each other to to kind of nerd build out. nerd out on these concepts because I mean there there's literally nothing more valuable than throwing down a an idea that I know sounds stupid, but I it's almost kind of what I am trying to envision, and but I understand that you can hear it. Yeah. You can hear the better idea than what is there. <laughs> Cuz usually it's like, but imagine this part not like this. It's kind of like this, but it's way better. It's like, it's, no, no, I get you. I, yeah, I understand. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, I hear it. And that song we I shared with you today was like that. It's like I shared a, a track with Trey today that Oh, whatever. But that no, but, was, but the, that shit was better than anything we ever made. No. But, <laughs> okay. But uh it's an idea that I we had we built from an AI, uh, an AI uh, platform. platform. Music. What was it called? Amper. Amper. Amper music platform, which was like you could. It's an AI program that you develop. Uh, you you put in some parameters, and then the AI constructs like a song. Yeah. And so we did we did that. I I heard it on a podcast, and I was like, this is dope. And so I was like playing around with it. I sent Nick a link, like a a link to the site, but also like just a random oh, fucking right. track that I that I had the AI build right, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Listen to this. This sounds fucking epic and dope." And then Nick played with it, and he like, I came up with something. There he, was something. Yeah, I you, didn't come up with it. You the put it. You, you, well, you put in some stuff, and like we listened to it, and we were just like, "Oh shit!" Like that. There's something that's there. In, that's yeah. interesting enough that like. We got into that cycle of like, I could see what this could be. I can see where this could go. And so we, as an experiment, we threw that into logic and we just started building. And what's cool about Amper is that Amper just announced that they're closing um, their AI program, which they're going to, that means they're going to monetize for business probably. But uh, you can export the the AI uh, production as stems. So we, exported all the stems, each track individually, and imported it in. And then we started building on top of that. Then we started cutting out the, all those tracks. Yeah. And now we're left with, like, a noise track and a yeah. piano track. So it's like it started It started with, like, an idea that we ha- let a computer figure out. But we built on that, that like, raw idea and we yeah. added shit to it that made it really special. And like that was that was sort of the idea for that project is like instead of like trying to come up with some idea out of our brains or, let's, or, or some some it's not, like not even idea it's it's some uh it's some progression. Really yeah. we're, well, the, it's, the whole it's thing like is a collaboration. About me, the, it's like we used to do this all the time where we'd be like somebody give us an idea. Yeah. And then we take that idea and we're like cool. 
this is the idea, and we make something out of it. Sure. Right? We like our St. Bernard we, we, yeah, song, yeah, yeah. St. Born Rad. That's the whole thing. Yeah. I just watched that the other day. I fucking love that. Where's, um, where, where, side note, so, uh, a pal of ours from Colorado, we, we gave out the request to get, get an idea for a song. He requests a song about his about a dog who was trying to get dressed for a formal event or something. Yeah, uh, like Tony, our pal, my pal from college. Uh, yeah. So we wrote we wrote a song. You can check it out on YouTube, youtubecom slash Gray. Um, but Saint Ben Burn Rad, Saint Burn Rad, flipped up the spelling because yeah, we recorded a whole video and that was a whole. That I mean, that was an example of us just trying to like put something out, like to practice video production. But just doing something, yeah, and, and, doing and music production on yeah. the fly. So we're we're into that. We're in we're into to to jumping onto an idea that we didn't come up with, but then making it something yeah. that that is a, a creation of our own. So like we've always kind of been doing that. We've always kind of done that as like little side pro- like like exercises like. How do we take something that is random as fuck and make it into something that's our, that's, that's our, us. our that creation? That's us. Yeah, that's our, our yeah. And that's why that's why covers for uh, bands are so valuable because they can play a song that's already been tried and tested. Yeah, it works with the masses, but then they can play it their way, and then it's like, well, shit. People are like, oh, I love that song. Yeah, but it's you playing it, and if they don't play it, if, if they play it well, then people are like, great, I love it. And we used to do that, and we haven't done that lately. But anyway, that's this whole the the whole idea for this this Amper thing was like we're like cool. That actually sounds fucking cool. Yeah, the AI made something cool. And now we're inspired. We kind of got inspired by it. Yeah. made it into a thing. We're gonna we're gonna use it. I mean, I, I the the parts of the Amper uh, pr- production is gonna be minimal. Yes, but we, but we'll freaking Amper. We'll. Uh, Tag you because we are appreciative. Yeah, nice collab. Uh, thanks. Yeah, yeah, thanks. And now you're going private side, but uh, we hope you send us a uh, a link to get in on whatever you're doing. I guess for free. Thanks. Free sponsor. Um, Amper. Amper. Something. What's the? Yeah. What's the? Anyways, what, what were we talking about? We were. We're, we're just, just talking about everything, man. Ampermusic.com is what the link is for that. They, I think they're still open through the maybe another week. It's pretty fun to play October's. with. It's, it's like a little, uh, it's like a little app thing. Like yeah. you can do whatever you want, and it, it turns out pretty cool. And they have like preset styles, and then you can choose the chord, pro- the progression that you're you doing. Choose the key, you can choose or, the yeah. tempo, yeah, you can exactly. choose the whatever. And the the AI just like kind of created. I guess there's a. There's an art, there's a singer girl and this, she was on the podcast. This is how I learned about it. I can't, Taryn, Taryn, maybe Taryn Southern, Taryn Southern. Her name was Taryn, Taryn, T-A-R-Y-N Southern. So she's like a, she's a pop singer, but she, I guess she released an album this year where a lot of the music is produced by uh, AI. And then she just added to it and and sang vocals over it. Wrote wrote songs and sang vocals, like so. Like that's kind. Of, she was kind of um, working with the people that developed this whole platform. Sure. So, um, so so here's a question. Let's go back to our previous conversation about the daily content. Do you think that it's that it is cheating if daily content creators are using a prescribed daily theme? 
daily word to inspire poison? Like no. we started, no? No, absolutely not. So, so okay, I, I agree completely because daily content's not about, it's not about coming up with everything and proving that it's all you and whatever. It's about making something. Yeah. So do you think that her doing an album using Amper music is, uh, I mean, do you think there, there's a negative connotation about her not writing all those? No, no, I don't think so. Because I, if you listen to it, there's enough of the music that is her creation, but it's, it's exactly what you were just saying. It's like, you, you start with something, you create something else. I, also, I, I think that she was just stoked about the technology and the, the, the idea of creating Maybe. a collection of music using this technology that's new and interesting is, but, is something. Sure, but, sure. But I, but I think that if somebody had given us, if, if our custom written song or tracks, videos had gained more momentum, if somebody had written one to us every day, mm-hmm. we might have stuck with that because we're fulfilling a, the concepts. That it's like that's not us, though. No, but I'm saying I'm. But I'm saying that it's it's really fun to take an idea that is random. Like, what's the idea? Well, today Amper made this sound. Oh my God, that's interesting. Or today somebody requested a song about an octopus. You know, yeah. going to an office and working at an office, an yeah. octopus. It's like that. That's the same type of thing to me. It's like the con, whatever the concept is, whether it's production of music or production or uh, produ- producing a concept for a song. It's the same uh, input for the creation that will happen. Yeah. Um, you know, and and uh, so is the question like, are you a legit artist if you're just using? No, but but AI, I, but so I like think that music? if we had gotten more requests for custom songs, because we put out a call, yeah, and if there were forty or hundred, we might have spent a whole album. We might have spent twenty out songs, yeah, producing those because the demand was there, or or the inspiration was there. Yeah, it's not the demand; it's the inspiration, and we're trying to fulfill yeah. what people are asking of us, but we're also we want to take the inspiration when we have it. And if people like YouTube is a thing and if people are requesting that you do a custom video for all those tracks, we probably would have done it Yeah, because that's fun. And, uh, we would have gotten positive feedback and, and yeah. that's kind of how and momentum. Like it's, it's like we we have, we have a source of, of idea creation. Totally. You know, it, I, like <laughs> going back to this, like, the the AI generated music or whatever, and then you add to that. I mean, I I view that along the lines of like remixing. Like you take somebody else's track, make it com- completely different, but you make it your own style. You make it your own thing. That's common for a lot of DJs and a lot of electronic music producers. Is they take somebody else's vocals, somebody else's samples, they make a thing. Fuck, fucking Daft Punk. Is most of founded most of yeah. their music is sampled from old like seventies funk tracks, and it's like they made entire albums where you can literally trace back all of their samples to some random seventies funk band, 
but it's still an album and it's still something that is valuable to the people that listen to it. It's still highly regarded as like artistic. And they've, they've sampled so many other bands, but they've made it different. They've made their own creations out of those samples uh, so that are that are unique and recognizable as Daft Punk. So if you're not familiar, I think that this site is where I we can oh, see the who, breakdown. Yeah, who sampled who sampled dot com. Uh, but you can f- search for any song and find what and hip hop is notorious for this. Oh, yeah. Uh, EDM is notorious for it. Even pop songs nowadays, any, anyone that has electronic anything yeah. is pretty much notorious for borrowing, sampling older music and turning it into something new. Daft yeah. Punk is a great example. Go search for Daft Punk on whosampled.com and see their tracks and who they're actually pulling from for those tracks. There, there's, a, there's a really famous breakbeat from like the 50s that has been used in hundreds of songs. It's great. That's crazy. It's the exact same recording of a like some drummer doing a little breakbeat. It's like the Wilhelm and they scream. Either, they can slow. It's exactly like that. The Wilhelm scream. Yes. It's exactly like that. They yeah. either slow it down, they speed it up. Like for like drum and bass back in the 90s, like yeah. they speed it up where it was like super fast. For like hip hop, you slow it down, but it's like it's like a staple sample track that was recorded well, I would like call that a universal ago. resource. Yeah. Like like sampling is not against the rules. Nothing is against the rules. If you're doing a daily thing, nothing is against the rules. Yeah. Just do something. Yeah. Using a topic. Yeah. Uh, roast, roasted was one of the was one of the words for the Inktober thing. That's pretty it's like good. roasted. That can yeah. mean anything. And yeah. your brain creates something out of that. Even though it's just a word. It's just where do you concept. where do you find all these words for Inktober? I don't know. Inktober.com? I guess so. Whoa, there's a whole movement. 30 day, Inktober. Uh, 30, uh, 31 days. I 31 days of October. 31 Remember, days. Halloween is on. 31 drawings. Anyone can do um, Inktober. But it's the prompts. Yeah, the prompts. Here you go. Here you go. Yeah. Uh, 2018. Today is the 10th. So mm-hmm. on the 10th. The wow. day is the the word of the the prompt is flowing. All that makes me think of is uh, yeah, nah, mm, yeah. <laughs> uh, tomorrow's eleventh. You could start to well, actually, no, no, no. today's this, the, today's the tenth. Today's the or, oh no, nice. We started I'm this sorry. on the ninth. It's, it's already midnight. Uh, so Wednesday is the tenth. Friday, when this comes out, will be the thirteenth. It'd be the twelfth. Tomorrow's the eleventh. Oh, you're right. That's Thursday, and then Friday well, so so Friday will be the twelfth. Whatever. Close. Well, we were stoked about it, but the very the twelfth word of the day will be whale. Whale. Like a like a. Actually, speaking of a month from today, I will be in Mexico, La Paz. I'll be swimming with whale yes. sharks. That's amazing. It is amazing. That's I'm amazing. really stoked about it. When when is that? Uh, I'm going to be there at the fourth through the twelfth. I think. Um, whale sharks. Those are big. They're the they're big. I'm stoked. I'm gonna try to befriend them and lure them somewhere <laughs> up to the Oregon coast so I can hang out with them. Um, but yeah. Okay. Well, th- I think that's our time. Yeah. I think we we've reached the end of this hour and a little bit. Uh, and we appreciate you listening. So the, the you know today's whole thing we kind of uh as we do 
went off on some tangents, but I think that the, the concept of like making, making something is, is kind of valuable. Committing to making. Yes. Because literally whatever you make, as long as you make it for a committed period of time is going to add value to you. It's not for them. It is for you. You will find growth and value and you'll find meaning in what you're doing by just doing it. Sharing it with people is only to give you accountability. Uh, and also gratification that people enjoy it. Well, yeah. And, and what's nice is that when you start day one, day one, you're stoked about the idea. Day five, it's starting to take its toll on you because it's hard but day 30 or day 365 is when you you really solidify the idea that this is a thing that's valuable. Yeah. And your people will be recognizing those kind of milestones and uh and you'll be getting positive feedback. Yeah. Um what's interesting about yeah. what's interesting about the Inktober list of prompts is that it already gives you step one, which you don't like part of the whole problem with starting something is thinking of the idea. Yeah. And that sometimes is so cumbersome that you don't even start, but no, there's a list of 31 prompts. Yeah. And and, and I would say this word, I would say this, that the inktober you don't have to just be drawing. If you're a music producer and you want to make a track a day inspired by an emotion, inspired by a word, inspired by a theme, go to inktober.com, look at the prompts, and to uh, Friday's theme, whale. whale. Make a fucking whale of a track about whales. I don't give a fuck. Like, do Get whatever. Some whale samples in there. And, and Saturday is guarded. Sunday is clock. Clock. Ooh. Clocks are about time. Think about that, Get man. Your metronome going. You, all you need you don't need to have a thousand ideas. You just have to have the drive to put something together. So maybe look at inktober.com and make something from there. Yeah. Track a day. And if you want to follow just October, that's fine. Do it. But uh um, don't get stuck on the small things. Like just let it, let it be the broad strokes and just do. So, um, thank you for listening. This is episode eight of off the record with Nick and Trey and, uh, send us, uh, give us an applause on anchor or send us a voice message on anchor. Ooh. We would love that if you have any questions or we'll play it. want to contribute or if you want to meet up and just hang out and say hi. Um, and uh, thank you guys a ton and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. This is off the record, right?